It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. Now, let me say right off the top of the bat, the Wi-Fi signal today is extremely wonky. So, and you can tell I'm in a different location today where I set up yesterday. Uh, the place was some kind of game show going on, and it was packed. I mean, there was a couple hundred people in there, no table space. Uh, so, I moved down. I'm actually sitting in front of La Bistro, a little table there. Uh, The signal is, like I say, very wonky, so I'll keep my fingers crossed. Anyway, welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. On this, the fifth day of December 2023, coming to you from Grant Cayman in the Cayman Islands. Uh, Looks like a lovely day out there if you're able to walk. They will not let me go ashore as apparently the tenders, what they're telling me is the the tenders, you still have to be able to go up three or four steps. Well, I've tendered into Grand Cayman before. That was, if y'all might recall, the tender boat that had that horrible ramp that was, you know, scared the crap out of me. But I got the tender in and back to the ship. Uh, but you know, there was one tender boat, <clears throat> excuse me, that had, had that horrible lift. All right. On with the business of the day. I do have some headlines to cover today. Uh, Carnival takes delivery of their newest ship. Margaritaville at sea from Tampa. I know somebody that's going to like that one. A special guest welcomes resilient lady in Sydney. Cruise guests injured debarking a ship. And Team Carnival completes a marathon and a whole lot more here live at 11 o'clock this morning on Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. Today, folks, is National Sasha Torch Day. Now, if you're not sure what that is, it's one of those chocolatey, gooey tort thingies. It's yummy. It's really sweet. So I may or may not try to find one on the ship. But you can go out and get one if you'd like. Sasher Tort Day. If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcast from, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and voila, up pops the fat travel guy. Anytime you're listening to the podcast, if you want to hop over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description of the podcast, so you can just do that. All right, I had a couple of things from Hot Air Time. Oh, here we get an announcement this morning. You can probably hear that in the background. I had to move, you can tell. <laughs> so it's one of my people over here wanted to see how I do the show. Uh, so Hot Air Tom reported back that they lost a full day in Panama City. Uh, seems like the water services uh, were out and they had neither fresh <laughs> nor 
um, potable water. So they lost a day there, and then they had a um, a code alpha. So uh, he had some excitement there. They had to medevac somebody into Cartagena, and then they went through the uh, canal. So uh, he did send a few pictures. And now there's a one problem with a hot air time going through the canal. And again, I'm hoping that the Wi-Fi signal allows us to go up. There we go. Got at least one of them that I'm showing on my screen. But Hot Air Tom didn't go through the canal like normal. You know, he'd never do anything normal. So he got a rowboat, and he was standing up in the front of the rowboat uh, with this goofy-looking triangular hat on and making Cindy rowing through the canal. So I think he felt like Napoleon or something. But um, that's what I'm reporting. And absolutely, that would be the truth of Hot Air Tom getting through the canal. So, uh, and you know how much uh, truth there is to that one. So anyway, that's Hot Air Tom in the canal. All right. The top story today, folks, comes from our friends over at Carnival. And they have, in fact, taken delivery. Uh, oh, goodness. I did it again, didn't I? So, um, <laughs> yeah, there we are. Uh, <laughs> Carnival Cruise Line has taken delivery of the 26th ship in the Carnival Cruise Line fleet. And the vessel will enter service at the end of the month. That would be the Carnival Jubilee. Cruise ship will home port in Galveston, Texas, offering week-long cruises to the Caribbean. Uh, Carnival Jubilee will join Carnival Breeze and Carnival Dream home parting in Galveston. This marks the fifth ship that has been added to Carnival's fleet since 2021. The previous four were, of course, Mardi Gras, uh, Carnival Luminosa, Carnival Celebration, and the Carnival Venezia. The cruise line has one more ship uh, entering the fleet in 2024, which would be the Carnival Ferenze. Uh, the ship is, um, the, the uh, Jubilee is the third uh, Carnival ship powered with LNG, can carry 6,400 guests at full capacity. Carnival Jubilee's first cruise from Galveston will set sail on December 23rd, a week-long holiday cruise to kick off the Jubilee's sailing career over the Christmas holidays. All right. I'll be back with a couple more news stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. All right, the next story today comes from Margaritaville at sea. This will make Cindy happy. You know, she liked Margaritaville at sea, which was cool. Oh, take the picture off from the Carnival Jubilee. Come on, can I, it's just, it just told me the connection's unstable. So I hope you guys are seeing this and hearing this. 
so the, the story, folks, comes out of Tampa. Margaritaville at sea has purchased a second cruise ship, which we've reported on several times. Uh, they picked up one from the Carnival Corporation and will offer longer cruises to the Caribbean sailing out of Tampa. The cruise line's second ship will be named Margaritaville at Sea Islander and will offer four- and five-night cruises to Key West and Mexico starting in 2024. Uh, ports the cruise ship will visit include Cozumel, Progreso, and Key West. Currently, the cruise line's only ship offers two-night cruises to the Bahamas from the port of Palm Beach, so these new itineraries will be the longest they have ever offered. Now, Cindy was just on on the um, Palm Beach one, which I have sailed on. I love the ship. I love the vibe. I love the food. I love everything about it except accessibility, and that sucks. So I'm hoping that this the Costa ship that they bought for ship number two will be a little better on accessibility issues. So, uh, anyway, the new ship will carry 2,650 passengers, has 12 decks, and uh, and have more than 700 balcony staterooms. The ship is currently receiving a massive renovation uh, that will completely transform the vessel. Margaritaville Sea Islander will sell her first cruise on June 14th of 2024, a four-night cruise from Tampa with a stop in Cozumel. Cruises on the ship in 2024 are now open for bookings. I have no idea what the prices are going to be like. Um, the Margaritaville at Sea is known for running some pretty good specials. So you have to you have to shop a little bit because if you take it just on the surface, it's a little expensive for the product. Uh, but if you catch the right kind of specials, it's pretty reasonably priced. A Margaritaville Sea Islander will become the cruise line's new flagship when she debuts. The vessel was built in 2000 and previously sailed as the Costa Atlantica. All right. As Virgin Voyages' resilient lady sailed into Sydney Harbor earlier today, which was actually the first time, uh, that must have been about 11 o'clock Sydney time this morning, guests were greeted by a very special visitor as Sir Richard, Sir Richard Bronson met the ship in the classic wooden speedboat for an elite escort into the harbor. Resilient lady's arrival is the first time Virgin Voyages has sailed uh, the Australian waters, offering distinctive adults-only getaways while visiting unique destinations in Australia, Tasmania, and New Zealand. All right, this one was a little bit difficult. This actually happened on Saturday, but was not on any of the any of my sources yesterday. Four guests from the Carnival Dream were injured by a vehicle that cat crashed through a gate at Port of Galveston during debarkation. All the guests were members of the same family and were able to travel home on Sunday following medical care. 
Two of the four were uh, hospitalized overnight. Few details are available about uh, how the accident occurred. Port of Galveston Police Department is investigating. So I'm sure we'll hear more about that one at some point. All right. This is kind of a feel-good story. I'm not sure how they did this, but in the spirit of friendship and compassion, five members of the Carnival family, led by Haley Dennis, recently undertook a challenge that went beyond personal achievement. Six months ago, they set out a goal to train and complete the St. Jude Marathon in Memphis all while fundraising for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. The results of their SF, excuse me, the results of their efforts not only measured in miles, but in tremendous impact they made on the lives of the children St. Jude's serves. The marathon was held this weekend, marked the culmination of months of training, dedicated fundraising and wavering determination. What set Team Carnival apart was not just their commitment to competing in the 26.2-mile race, but their collective efforts to raise over $17,000 for the children of St. Jude. My question, guys, if they work for Carnival, how did they train for a marathon on cruise ships? I mean, I know there's the jogging track, but that's definitely difficult for training, training. I mean, they got to run hours a day to get ready for marathons. So, but anyway, congratulations to Carnival. Congratulations to St. Jude. All right, that's going to wrap up the news portion of today. Let's go see who's in the chat room, if anybody is able to hear this. <laughs> Again, my apologies on the signal. Uh, it's, uh, like I say, this is not the best ship I've been on for uh, Wi-Fi. But, boy, I tell you what, this is a pretty strong ship. Uh, clearly, accessibility issues, it's maybe the best I've ever been on. I have found one thing wrong on this entire ship. And that is my uh, rod in the closet as a normal person's height instead of wheelchair height. <laughs> and that's it on this biggest ship. I mean, everything else is really good. All right. Good morning, Hot Air Tom. Did you receive the cruise confirmation and train tickets in your email? Uh no, I haven't yet, uh, but then I have not checked the email yet this morning because the signal's been too wonky and I was struggling to try to get the show ready. I'll check it, let you know. Mike's with us. Good morning, Mike. Joanne's here. Hi, Joanne. Uh, Kenneth's with us up in Pennsylvania. Good morning, everybody. Chili, hopefully you're having a great cruise. <clears throat> and you're nice and warm. Um, I was coasting mail yesterday. I went ashore for a while. Uh, 
one, I had to buy a hat. I left my cap at home. And now with the meds I take, I need the protection on my head because I don't do sun work real well anymore. So I didn't have a, a cap. So I wanted to go ashore to buy a cap. And we were down at the, uh, one, you know, one of the, the good piers. And I uh, went into, ended up going into Margaritaville and having a pina colada. Did a little uh, Facebook live from there because they had a Wi-Fi signal. So I did a did a, a pop-up live in, in uh, Margaritaville yesterday. And one of the, the employees there was all excited and came over and stuck his face in the camera and interviewed him for a little, couple seconds. He was really excited about went running around telling everybody, oh, I was just on a live show. Um, but yeah, having a good time. Uh, it is, it's warm. It was hot in Cozumel. But then I get on the ship and the air conditioning and I'm cold in five minutes. So, you know, I got a sweatshirt on this morning. I've got the thermostat turned up in my room because the air conditioning, I get really cold. Steve's with us. Hi, Steve. How's things out in Kentucky? There's Dennis. I was talking about you. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, no, it was this morning. Uh, at breakfast this morning, I had a young lady sitting with me that uh, has a very Italian name. And and she, she was talking, I asked her the proper pronunciation of it. She told me. And she said, it is Italian. Uh, but we slander it a little bit. And I said, uh-huh. So I said, I've got, I got a friend that listens to me all the time. And he's constantly helping me with Italian, especially pronunciations. So she was kind of fascinated by that because she doesn't speak Italian, even though she is Italian. So uh, the remainder of that turtle farm on Grand Cayman is not a turtle sanctuary, but raised from for turtle meat. Okay, so I was I I wanted to go ashore. Now I could still go down and see it at the gate, I guess, if anybody if they have a handicap excursion. But everybody from from the excursion desk and guest services says no. There is no um, accessible excursions or accessibility in Grand Cayman. Unless you can do four or five steps. Well, obviously, I can't do four or five steps. So, there's Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Got uh, Margaritaville at sea coming over in your neck of the woods. Zaku Torta. Zaku Torta. The R is barely pronounced. Zaku Torta. In the British English. And the final E in German as an uh sound. As in oh donkey. Okay. Alright, I wasn't even thinking about that. Zaku <laughs> Torta. Okay. Hot air says uh, snapper soup is, soup is terrific. There's Katie. 
Ah, I don't like people killing turtles. Of course, I don't like to kill anything. So, I got Tina Turtle, remember, sitting at the, on the wall behind me at home. Firenze. Firenze. I thought I did that one right. At least when I was practicing this morning, that's exactly what I said. Firenze. Very happy with this new Um one seventeen. Again, we loved it. I I just the only thing my only issues is the accessibility, you know. So and I need to do it again since they went to dry like to see if that's any better. Also, I'm not sure that my chair this chair my C2, wheel model C2, it might not fit in the doorways. So I'll have to ask that next time I, I call them. The new ship is larger with more balconies. Hopefully it will be more accessible. Yep, I agree. That would be nice. We got a free cabin went two weeks ago. So now we're going again later this month. Just paid port charges and taxes. Sweet. There's Emily. Emily said it was a little cool up there in New York this morning. The Disney Wonder is also sailing from Sydney. I met Bronson when I was a lad and told my dad he was, he was, uh, numpty. He was numpty. Is that like grumpy? Numpty, is that nutty? Huh? Dennis, you're throwing a word at me that I don't know. So, ah, no streaming issues today. Well, that's good. Because, I mean, I've still got this thing flashing in my face here. It says connection's unstable. If you're on Wi-Fi, try plugging into your router. I don't have a router. What the hell are they talking about? Uh, so, thank you, Dennis. Glad to know it's putting out a good signal. It, I mean, it looks good from my end. Except for everything else I've done today has been bad. The fully wraparound promenade dock that deck is good for running. <clears throat> it's the awful jogging tracks on the sports deck that are obstacle courses. Yeah. <clears throat> I did go out and roll around part of that was on deck eight, I think. Uh, and then I ran into a couple of my friends and ended up sitting down and having a, a cocktail instead of doing the whole roll around. So that's that sidetracked me, which I'm easily sidetracked. Uh, by the way, folks, the, the group, they are so much fun. We've I'm having such a good time. Just a great bunch of people. Um, had 32 solos at dinner last night, uh, which was, that was pretty awesome. So tonight I'm going with uh, with Chris, actually Chris from Louisville, Kentucky, uh, who was on the, the uh, Joy with us uh, last uh, in May. 
I'm going to teppanyaki with him. You guys know I like I enjoy the teppanyaki. So I'll enjoy that tonight. Uh, go to the Mega and Cajamel for a hat. <clears throat> well, the problem is what I was down at the at the northern piers. Um, the Mega is right down right across the street from No Name Bar, which I go to if I'm on that end of Cozumel. But from where I was in that heat yesterday, that would have been an hour chair ride and an hour back <clears throat> or an accessible cab, 50 bucks to get a cap. No, I got a cap for $15, I think it was. It'll do. I mean, all it is is to keep a little sun off my head. But yeah, I love, I mean, I love going to Mega. That's awesome store. Uh, it's near the Port in San Miguel. Yeah. Uh, I was there. I was there on uh, last time I was in Cozumel. What was that? That might have been on. Was that on the MSC? Yeah. That might have been the, the Maravilla. Uh, we we docked at that port. And from there, I mean, it's five minutes to, to the mega. For me, you know, rolling a couple blocks. Uh, and right, literally right across the street, uh, there's a hotel. I forget the name of the hotel, but Ambassador Hotel, maybe. It's an old hotel. <clears throat> Most if you can walk, you go through the lobby, but it's a couple steps up through the lobby, a couple steps down into the no-name bar. So I have to roll down at the end of the, of the kind of block and go through a little narrow alley. It's a little dicey. Uh, and then I come out and it's got a walkway back up to uh, no-name. So I go there and see, see my buddies a lot when I'm, when I'm down that way. Yeah, Katie's, uh, uh, Emily asked how you're feeling. I will ask that too. <clears throat> I know Katie's been a little bit under the weather. I would demand a refund of port fees since you couldn't alight. Um, yeah, well... I don't know. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Technically, just not something that I normally think about doing. Zaka Torta. Zaka Torta. How's my toe? My toe is fine. I mean, it's still pretty ugly to look at. <clears throat> uh, but it is... Um, I mean, it's not hurting me anymore. But it is... It's gross to look at. Still very black. 
Emily, thanks for asking. The Saka Torta is also very dry. It's chocolate with apricot jam inside. Yeah, that's what I said. It's gooey. Yeah. I like them. And he had a very... He had very yellow teeth as if they weren't brushed. When? Oh, after I after I ate the uh, <laughs> the apricot tort. Yeah, I probably did then. Uh, happy to see everyone's getting along. Oh yeah, this is it's a great group, and we we mixed in with the Force Norwegians group. So of the 32 that were dinner last night, there was probably 18 or 19 of mine in my group. And then the rest were from the other group. Uh, Bruno, who's our, our Norwegian person, is great. He's just so much fun and he's funny. Oh my goodness, he's funny. So we actually spend a lot of time laughing. Uh, you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, that's true. I might check on that. Okay, I'm glad your toe doesn't hurt anymore. Thank goodness for the pain's gone. Yeah, uh, and again, it's, I mean, you know, it's just going to take a, a long time for the the big toenail to grow back to where it's normal. I don't know how long the black will be there. It's still pretty gross looking. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up. Uh, tomorrow we'll be in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Again, uh, probably will go ashore, but Ocho Rios is not my favorite port, and they don't have uh, – they have one accessible excursion there that's like $279, and I said, no, no, I'm not going to do an excursion to when I could do a whole cruise for that. It was something for a hundred bucks. I'd do it. But how was the strip steak? Tom, the strip steak, and you know I don't like strip steaks. That's not my favorite cut of beef. It was so good. I mean, I felt like I had, I was drooling because man, it was. I don't know how what flavorings they use on when they're cooking the steaks but it was just outstanding and then i did something different this morning that i haven't done on a cruise ship before i've done it i've eaten it before but i had huevos rancheros this morning and it was oh my goodness it was to die for had a nice little spice to it but it was a huge plate of food I probably won't eat lunch today, but that was really good. I mean, I even, when I saw that on the menu, I backed away from my eggs Benedict and uh, lox and bagel. So uh, I've, now I've got two things that I really love for breakfast. So anyway, that was, it was outstanding. So all in all folks, I'm having a great cruise. Um, I'm, since I'm going to be on the ship today, 
I'll probably get some filming done because I'm grossly behind on all that stuff because I've been so, I've been so busy. So I try to get some filming done today. Anyway, I'll be back with you again tomorrow no, tomorrow morning, same time, same place. So that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. Um, as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Y'all have a fabulous day. See everybody tomorrow morning. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified.